Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Can I brag? Oh, about what? About one of my coaching people. Oh, of course then, yes. She has gotten five FISBO listings in the month of May. Well, that's pretty remarkable. Five. One of them had been on the market and gotten one lowball offer. She took over and within a week had nine offers at 20000 over asking price. Wowie. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Five FISBO listings. Yeah. They're low-hanging fruit. Uh, <clears throat> my parade of techniques is about FISBOs. All right. And, you know, we've been recommending to people to go on Zillow and register as a buyer, yep. not an agent, yep. and ask for unlisted properties only. Yep. So you get FISBOs delivered to your inbox. Right. Well, what do you do when you call them? That's the parade of techniques. Okay. You do a survey. Okay. Here's four questions. Thank to you, ask. Floyd Wickman. Yeah. How's it going with your listing? That's question one. Question two Are you happy with the traffic or service you're getting from Zillow? All right. Question three Would you recommend Zillow to other homeowners who want to sell? Huh. And question four Would you consider talking to a real estate agent about additional options? Those are all yes or no questions, except for the first one. But they'll stimulate conversation. Maybe. That's interesting. Oh, they, they did. They do. Okay, yeah. cool. So I just love that idea. Hmm. Let's not just get the FISBOs delivered to our inbox, courtesy of Zillow. Let's call them, and here's what to say. Oh, that's really neat. And you know that Floyd Wickman said one method is to do a survey. So Absolutely. whatever the questions are, that's... Some things are just timeless. Isn't they that are. crazy? They are absolutely timeless. Because he didn't invent those questions. Obviously, there wasn't such a thing as Zillow. But he did say, do a little survey and uh -huh. land an appointment. I love it. I have a parade of techniques. Well, take over. Speaking of Floyd, <laughs> speaking of timeless, so I have a student who was getting a little bit of pushback, right? So he was uh, wanting to get the listing. He'd been on the appointment. They said, you know, we need a little more time. He waited a little more time and called to follow up and got, that's when the pushback happened. And they're like, well, I don't know that we're real comfortable doing, going ahead. And, you know, we looked at this contract and there's some things that concern us. So, so, so he said, we need to get together. And so he landed the appointment. Oh, here's what they said. I'm not going to agree to umptium. Uh -huh. Okay. So he said, um, tell you what. Let's get together. We'll take a look at the contract. And so what he did is he sat down with them, and they went through the contract line by line by line. And when they got done, 
he handed him the pen. <laughs> Do you remember that? That's like all through the 80s, all through the 90s, all through the yachts, before we did DocuSign, before we did DigitSign. We handed a pen, and guess what? They signed. So nothing beats face-to-face. -face. And you, you want to do electronic signatures, that's great. But just texting, just emailing. Man, if you're not getting signatures, get your butt face-to-face -face with those people and get that signature. And you still have to hand them something. Right. You could hand them a, what stylus. is it called? A stylus. That's right. For sure. Does anyone use that? Or use your finger. And then direct their direct signature. Direct the ciggy. Remember it's that? It's all the same. Yes. Some things don't go out of style. Got an <clears throat> SD experts? Yes, this, right. was, this was kind of a survey question, but it was, I, I don't know what to do about escalation clauses. All right. Are they worth pursuing? Uh, they're driving me crazy. <laughs> what What's the deal? What do you think of? Blah. What's your experience with? You know, all of that. I had that question, too, from an area mm -hmm. that has not seen a whole lot of that. So okay. we've got some markets where escalation clauses were really big almost yes. a year ago already. Mm -hmm. And now there's a tide shifting and they're not. And we've got other markets where people were not using them and an escalation clause is just coming into that market. And the consensus is no. <laughs> they're, they're a lazy agent last resort to try to win a negotiation. But the bottom line was it depends. It depends on the agent you're dealing with. It depends on the buyer. It depends on the offer. It depends on the amount of competition you've got. Um, are they serious or are they fishing? Is it is it a low ball with an escalation clause? You know, this, look at it from a lot of different points of view was, was the... Uh, advice? Yeah. And then the advice came from somebody who sat in... Now, I wouldn't recommend this to most people, sat in on a multiple listing system forms committee. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You will be sitting at the right hand of God after yeah. death because holy tamale. And what the forms committee came up with was, we're not going to prohibit escalation clauses, but they are strongly discouraged. First of all, if you're going to use them, they must be written by an attorney, not by an agent. Oh, that's that MLS committee form? Yeah, because the, the language <sighs> that agents are using to write them are prone to misinterpretation, which will lead to litigation. It's too much of a risk okay, of misinterpreted language. Okay, but we can have a template. Oh. Yeah, you need a template. Yeah, you shouldn't be writing it freehand, but... What's oh? And I submitted an offer with All an escalation right. clause, and the untrained co-broke missed it. Yeah, didn't even know it was there. I know that was you a had quote. an escalation yeah. clause. Yeah, yeah. Well, Did you what, hear that? Because we heard that a couple weeks ago too. Oh my gosh! What's happening? Is is this demand that's leading to things like escalation clauses? Is this demand real, or is it just a passing fad? And the demand is not going to go down. It might normalize. Well, there's all kinds of factors here. We having this conversation. We got foreclosures pending. We got hidden inventory. You will see. Act now. Yeah. I mean, if you want to sell your house, now is like the best time in the history of the planet. How much longer will this go? We don't know. Those of you that have been on listing appointments and didn't get the signature yet, would you get back there and get the signature, please? Because we don't know how long this is going to go on. 
You wait three, four weeks, or is it over? Maybe it's three, four months. There's some people that are saying it's 16 months that we've got this going. There's other people that are saying foreclosures are going to affect the values that sellers get, and we're almost through this. So if you're a seller, act now. Keep an eye on things, because there are certain indicators that will tell you what's coming down the pike. <clears throat> but the bottom line is, focus more on helping your seller increase their net. Have your buyer help the seller increase their net. And there's lots of ways to do that beyond escalation clauses that artificially inflate prices. Yeah, we've covered that some of that stuff before on other podcasts, right? You know, like pay the seller's closing costs, pay the seller's commission fees, pay the seller, let the seller live their rent free. There's a, a kajillion ways. Well, I don't mind repeating because repetition is, is the, the mother, mother of, of skill. skill. That's right. Hey, I've got an ask the experts right. question. I think everyone's going to be able to relate with this. We're in a fast market. <clears throat> and in a fast market, when something hits the market, if you've got a buyer, you need to act now. Mm -hmm. So where's the balance between doing a smart week, having a plan, doing your top five for the day, which you're supposed to be doing, and then all of a sudden something hits the market and your plans are all blown to heck and you've got to run out and show that house because it might be the one. And if you wait, they might lose it. So how do you do that? So I've got a laundry list of how do you do that? We're going to do the laundry. Yeah. All right. So here's the first one. Uh, yep. So start your day earlier. Oh. How about this? When you're planning your smart week, use smaller time blocks. Leave flex time. Yep. Yeah. Well, smaller time. Instead uh -huh. of checking your email for an hour, check it for 20 minutes first thing in the morning. Check it for 20 minutes in the middle of the day. Check it for 20 minutes at the end of the day. That's when you're saying happy birthday to people and stuff, you know? Um, <clears throat> knock out some of the time that you are wasting. So pay more attention and you'll discover there's actually windows of time where you're really not doing what you're supposed to be doing anyway. Here's one. Stay flexible. Here's one. Don't skip prospecting. Prospecting is your million-dollar appointment. Protect that with barbed wire. So other than that, well, I'll be happy to show that to you. I've got an appointment from 1030 to noon today. We can either see the house before that, and I'm back at 1030, or we can do it right at noon or 1205. Um, be aware of your buyer's schedules. You know, you got a buyer that you're working with. Well, some of them can see in the morning. Some of them can see in the afternoon. Some of them can see in the evening. Some of them have flexibility. Some of them don't. And when you're working with the buyer, you need to know. Um, what's their life like? So you're aware, I might have to have a morning appointment. Prepare the buyers in advance because they're frantic. They're like, I have to see it now. Well, get them ready for the fact that, you know, we can wait an hour. We won't lose out. Um, let the listing agent know. And then bring your computer and do your business on your computer because it's easier. It's easier to see. It's easy. It's a larger screen. You've got everything you need no matter what. It used to be you didn't bring your notebook computer with you. You just used your phone. But for, for a lot of people, if you just carry your computer everywhere you go, it's just easier to transact business on your computer rather than your phone. And you can show your screen to the buyer easier as well. So if you're trying to balance... If you feel overwhelmed, exhausted. Come to me. 
Master Sales Academy. Sick and tired of Is that where you're going? Sellers who won't put their house on the market because there's nothing out there to buy. And sick of buyers who are frustrated and disappointed. Oh, and you've have written we eight offers. For got them. a solution for you. Yes, we do. June 15th. Don't miss Master Sales Academy. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. if you're in the Eastern time zone. Adjust accordingly. <laughs> See you there. 